Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode is all about the astrology for the month of November. We're already five days into November, but think of this as like your little November survival guide for what's to come. I am going to be trying something new in this episode today as well, because just looking back at the stats for my podcast and the episodes, I've noticed that these like episodes that I do just to cover the astrology for the month aren't the most popular. So what I'm going to try is I'm going to just still give the overview for what's going to come in for this month, but really just going to spend a majority of the focus just on this current week's astrology because I always do more episodes throughout the month to really cover the deep aspects for all these astrology transits because November is still quite a potent month and I saw like some astrologers were saying that November was not going to be as wild as October and then when I was looking through the astrology myself I'm like what are they talking about because I'm like November's still a pretty wild crazy month and that's not to scare you all this is just where we're at in the current times and That's why I'm really going to go into detail here for this episode, but just this is your survival guide episode for November. You've made it through October. Celebrate that because October was like the house of horrors, I was calling it, and I actually have the astrology dates from October pulled up because before I even go into November, I always like to do little recaps, and before I even do the recap, just want to cover some announcements, so I do offer live astrology sessions, my live sessions or I call them like my soul spiritual alchemy up level your soul sessions because we take a look at specific dates that maybe you went through a traumatic event or just something like of significance happened for you and we can gain more insight for you astrological spiritual insight and they can really help you gain further clarity because I offer astrology reports as well they're pdf reports or video reports that I can send to you as well and you can always reach out to me on instagram Addie's Astro Diary. And now let me just do a little recap from October because a lot happened in October as well. So we're like, it's like we're just coming out of like this long, like haunted house of horrors, but it was also a roller coaster at the same time. So we're just like all disoriented, shook up, like high off this adrenaline. And that's definitely how I feel October went because we had Mercury went through a couple zodiac signs in October, Pluto went direct, we were in eclipse season, we have Mars in Scorpio, Venus finally changed signs in October, there was the Friday the 13th in October as well. So just a lot of spooky energy for October and it was definitely challenging us to just continue diving into like our own shadow realm, our own psyche, really forcing us to continue doing like this deep healing work, especially because for me, I really felt there was just like this really strong, deep plutonic energy that was challenging us all to just really like pull back the layers and just dive even deeper than before because we didn't have Mars and Scorpio last Scorpio season. We also had South Node Scorpio last Scorpio season. 
So to me, the Scorpio season has been much different. The fact that we don't have the South Node there anymore and we have Mars and Scorpio and we've had Mercury and Mars hanging out together. So this is really challenging us to continue like doing like this deep diving detective work because now I want to get into November astrology because right now we've seen Mercury oppose Uranus in Scorpio and then we're getting ready to see Mars oppose Uranus because Uranus is in Taurus so we're definitely starting to feel like a lot of opposition energies because even in this last week we saw Venus oppose Neptune we had the moon oppose Pluto and we even had Saturn station direct so a lot's been going on just for these first few days of November as well and I do want to talk about Saturn direct too but before I even talk about that let me just go through the dates for November. So November 1st, we had the moon in Gemini still. We saw the moon square Neptune as well. November 2nd, moon in Cancer. We had the sun in Scorpio opposed Jupiter Taurus. November 3rd, sun opposed Jupiter. Venus opposed Neptune. Mo Cancer moon opposed Pluto Capricorn. November 4th was when Saturn stationed direct in Pisces. It stationed at zero degrees of Pisces. And that was at 3.03 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The moon was in Leo. We have the moon in Leo all this weekend. And we are going to be seeing, we already saw the, the moon in Leo square, the Scorpio sun this morning. Then we're going to see it square Mars. Then we're going to see it square Mercury today. So it's definitely interesting energy. November 6th, which is Monday, the moon will be in Virgo by 2.39 p.m., we're going to be seeing Scorpio, Mercury, trying Neptune, Pisces. We're also going to be seeing Venus, Virgo, trying Pluto. And then November 7th, Mercury, Scorpio, trying Neptune, Pisces. Venus, Virgo, trying Pluto. November 8th, we're going to see Mercury, Scorpio, sextile Pluto, Capricorn. And then Venus will be leaving Virgo where it's at detriment, where it's at fall. And Venus will be entering Libra at 4.31 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on November 8th. And Venus is at home here in Libra. Very interesting, too, because just one thing to note, Venus is a dispositor of South Node Libra right now. And so Venus is going home to Libra, but also South Node Libra is hanging out there. So we're going to talk about that in, this, in today's episode, too. November 9th. We have the moon in Libra at 3.08 a.m., Mercury, Scorpio, sextile Pluto. November 10th, Mercury enters Sagittarius at 1.25 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we'll be seeing that Mercury square Saturn. November 11th, will be in that dark balsamic moon phase because that moon will be entering Scorpio at 1.39 p.m. We'll be seeing Mars and Scorpio oppose Uranus, Taurus. November 12th, Mars oppose Uranus. November 13th is when... We will be having that Scorpio new moon apex at 426 a.m. This one is happening, I believe, at like 20, 21 degrees. So this one is in opposition of Uranus. And I'll be doing a whole separate episode next week for that Scorpio new moon. November 14th, we'll have the moon in Sagittarius by then. Then we'll see in the sun oppose Uranus. And we have Mercury sextile Venus. So that's Sagittarius, Mercury sextile Venus. And then November 15th, we'll be seeing the Sun in Scorpio conjunct Mars Scorpio. And we'll be seeing Mercury sextile Venus still. And November 16th, we'll have the Moon in Capricorn, Sun conjunct Mars still. Mercury sextile Venus, we'll be seeing Mars trying Neptune. November 17th, we have Sun conjunct Mars. Mars trying Neptune, Sun trying Neptune. November 18th, we'll get the Moon in Aquarius. 
finally bring in some air energy into the mix. Well, and we have Venus Libra by then too. So finally getting more air energy by like mid-November. With that moon in Aquarius, sun conjunct Mars, Mars trying Neptune, sun trying Neptune all on November 18th. November 19th, sun conjunct Mars. November 20th will be moon in Pisces, sun conjunct Mars still. So the sun and Mars will be hanging out for a few days together. November 21st, sun conjunct Mars, sun sextile Pluto, Mars sextile Pluto. November 22nd is when the sun enters Sagittarius at 9.03 a.m. The moon will be in Aries. We'll be seeing the sun square Saturn, Mars sextile Pluto. When then November 23rd, we'll still see Sun Square Saturn. That's also Thanksgiving here in America. So that's going to be interesting. It'll be an interesting Thanksgiving with Sun Square Saturn because I remember last year on Thanksgiving, we had the moon in Sagittarius and Jupiter went direct. And I was like, that's great Thanksgiving energy. But this one's definitely interesting with that Sun Square Saturn. And the moon will be in Aries opposing Venus Libra. The moon will be trining Mercury that day. So that's very interesting. November 24th, we'll be seeing Venus quincunx Uranus, Moon square Pluto, Moon will then enter Taurus at 3.29 p.m. Mars is will be also leaving Scorpio and entering Sagittarius at 5.15 a.m. November 25th, we'll be seeing that Taurus Moon conjunct Jupiter, Mars square Saturn, then November 26th is the Moon, moon enters Gemini at 7.42 p.m., and November 27th is the Gemini full moon. That one will be apexing at 4.16 a.m. November 28th will still be the Gemini moon. And then November 29th, the moon ingresses into Cancer at 1.54 a.m. We'll be seeing Sun quincunx Jupiter. And November 30th, Venus quincunx Neptune. So to me, there's just a lot going on in November. But to me, it's also like we're kind of picking up the pieces and just trying to make sense and just gain even more clarity right now. Because October definitely was like the house of horrors, like the haunted house really challenging us to dive deep into the shadow work realm and I definitely feel that energy continuing for November like I definitely feel that we're being called to continue deepening like this shadow work and just deepening and going deeper into these layers and doing this healing transmutation work while also starting to pick up the pieces and kind of starting to get a game plan and being like okay how can I start to take more action how can I start to get more of the pieces and things back together and into place because during eclipse season two and now that we have saturn direct as well now like saturn direct too like this can definitely help us start to pick up the pieces more and just kind of clean things up because saturn and pisces can get a little sloppy and with saturn retrograde and pisces like and with all the retrograde energy we still have like it's definitely slow moving right now it's kind of like going through molasses trucking through the mud especially since we have so much earth and water energy right now like earth and water make mud so it can feel like we're trucking through the mud and we just aren't really making any progress right now and so with saturn direct and pisces it's like okay continue to show yourself that love and grace and compassion but start taking things a little more serious start to add a little more serious tone start making more lists how can you start taking like little baby gradual steps for making things happen right now it doesn't have to be a big grand guest gesture but just little things like little action steps little action plans 
just so you can continue starting to set yourself up for future success because we still have all this retrograde energy so it can be hard to just want to like do everything all at once and that's definitely not the energy right now it's more about just taking small like small like trying to think of the word right now like like realistic actions right now and not just trying to be like not getting a big Neptunian fantasy land idea being like oh I can do all this like all this Jupiterian energy like oh I can do all this at once when really no no we can't like this is about being realistic and just doing what you can do right now and just being compassionate and loving to yourself as well because we're all feeling this heavy energy right now like it's definitely not light energy it's heavy dense energy we're all moving through this we're shedding the old layer so we can continue up leveling and shifting and moving into a higher like higher positive frequency so now that i've ran through all the dates for november i really want to focus on this week's astrology as well because i am going to be doing for like more episodes throughout the month covering the remainder of November because to me there's just a lot more going on and this is just all like challenging us all in different levels to continue up leveling and just shedding the old layers because I have like the chart for the moment pulled up right now and to me it's really interesting because we don't have any air energy right now like we just I mean we have south node Libra so we can count south node Libra but really that's the only air energy we have only like when we get like the moon in an air sign so when Venus enters Libra on November 8th that's definitely going to add some more air energy into the mix because right now we've had a lot of water a lot of earth and fire energy and like it was this earth water and fire energy and it's definitely like forcing us to deal with our emotions to take action on them to do that healing work and there's also a lot of fixed energy right now and so with all this fixed energy too it can be like we're almost kind of like stubborn like maybe like people are throwing like it's like it's reminding me of like temper tantrums like Maybe you've been seeing like more people have like angry outbursts or maybe you've had like your own little outbursts. I know I've had my own outbursts lately and it's also like to me like I feel like we're all like having like our own like spiritual temper tantrums because to me like this from this astrology like the universe is asking us all to continue doing like this emotional healing work to really be raw and honest with ourselves and be vulnerable and truthful and be courageous to do this healing work. But with all this fixed energy, we're all being a little stubborn, being like, nah, I don't want to do that right now. Like, no, I don't want to look at my shadows. I just want to ignore that. And with this fixed energy, like, this is not a time to be stubborn to that. This is a time to embrace the healing work, to start looking at our shadows on a deeper level and to embracing those and just asking ourselves, okay, how can I continue to heal this? How can I bring more transmutation energy here? How can I transmute that darkness into something light? How can I shift these energies here? How can I channel these energies into something positive right now? Those are all great things to ask yourself because we also have a good amount of feminine energies right now too so we definitely have more feminine energies in the mix than the masculine so this is also like where have we been a little too overbearing with the feminine energies because i don't care what gender you identify as 
we all have masculine feminine energies inside of us we all do and sometimes they can get a little out of balance sometimes there's more masculine energy going on than the feminine and vice versa so this is a time about balancing it i don't think there's any coincidence either that we've had all these oppositions going on too because We've had, like, we just had the sun oppose Jupiter, but before that we had Mars oppose Jupiter, Mercury oppose Jupiter. We've also seen Venus oppose Neptune. We had the moon oppose Pluto. And we're seeing a lot of oppositions too right now. So it can kind of feel like we're at, like, at, at war with our own selves, like playing tug of war with our own selves. And this is really about finding that compromise in that Goldilocks zone too and just really continuing to be honest and truthful with yourself because shadow work is not easy and especially like doing this healing work and taking ownership for previous actions or just for actions that you've been doing right now like this is a time to be honest and really ask yourself who is that person that you want to be who is this next version of you that you are shifting into right now and i do love that we have this moon in leo right now because this moon in leo is definitely giving us this courage to continue deepening our healing work and just continuing to dive deeper into these layers and especially like this is giving us the courage to dive into the unknown because this is all like an unknown emotional abyss that we've never been down before and we're just going deeper and deeper under the sea into our own emotional abyss and this is, can get like a little muddy a little dark but that's just where we do that transmutation work and I've definitely been going on a little tangent this morning about the shadow work. And it's interesting because I was going to record my podcast yesterday, but just something told me that I needed to wait an extra day and just record it today. And definitely feel that was kind of like almost like a little channel message there. But definitely needed to be said. And so there's because to me, like this is just the theme in the astrology right now is just emotional healing, emotional maturity and kind of like a graduation, too, because this last eclipse season we just went through was not an easy one. And it was forcing us all to really do this deep, deep work. And with Saturn direct in Pisces, too, like that's another water sign energy, the 12th sign of the zodiac. This is about us taking our spiritual story to a higher level. This is about taking our spirituality to a higher level and not just doing the same mundane reality day to day, not being in the same place we were a year ago. This is really about taking things to that higher level. And I do love that we get the moon in Virgo on November 6th because we'll actually be seeing that Virgo moon oppose Saturn direct in Pisces. So that's also helping us just get a little more further emotional clarity, help us clean up our emotional realm too in a way, especially with that moon in Virgo. The, Vir the moon in Virgo to me always brings a lot more like cleaning, organization, vibe so that can be a great time to get things up in order clean things up tidy things up whether that's literally cleaning your house or maybe that's doing like a spiritual clean out and because one thing that I was thinking of doing this weekend was just making a list of just like everything that I feel that I'm behind on but also just making a list of everything I've accomplished too and everything that I've been doing because sometimes I feel that we get so caught up on what we're behind on that we overlook everything that we're already doing and everything that we've accomplished and then when you get it on paper you're like damn I've accomplished a lot like why am I being so hard on myself maybe that's just me being a Virgo son but that's just something I'm going to be doing because we're also going to be seeing that Mercury Scorpio trying Neptune Pisces and 
So with that aspect right there, with Mercury, Scorpio, trining Neptune, Pisces, and we're going to be feeling that for November 6th, November 7th, and that can also give us more spiritual insight, great like psychic tune-up energy too. So with all this water energy too, and we're going to be seeing like Mercury and Mars both trying to Neptune soon, well Mercury this week and then Mars next week, like this is a great time to really work on like strengthening your psychic muscles, your psychic abilities too. This is a great time to just connect with spirit on that deeper level as well. Maybe you're getting more vivid dreams or maybe you're getting spiritual insights too. So definitely good energy there because then we're seeing Venus, Virgo, trying Pluto. So with Virgo, Venus, trining Pluto and Capricorn right now, that's also just helping, like that's just giving us a little boost of energy to continue pushing forward and continue putting in the work right now. And so to me, like with those like aspects right now, like for this coming week that we're going into, I definitely feel that we can all receive like deeper messages from spirit, like especially like if you're someone that is like on that deeper spiritual where you're looking for a deeper spiritual connection like you can definitely get it with that mercury trying neptune even like if you want to try to like strengthen and work on your psychic abilities those are definitely good transits to work on with that energy and with venus entering libra this week too on november 8th i do want to read about venus and libra and talk about venus and libra so Venus enters Libra, its home at 4.31 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 1.31 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on her Pacific Standard Time, 1.31 a.m. on November 8th. And before I dive into the chart, because I have that chart pulled up, because that's also an interesting chart, is I want to read from the only astrology book you'll ever need about Venus and Libra. And it says, you are in love with love. However, you are much more romantic than sensual. You skate gracefully over the profundities of love. Anything coarse, crude, vulgar, or earthly repels you. To you, true love is of the spirit. This is not to say you are sexually chaste. Indeed, you fall in love too easily and often have more than one amour going at a time. However, a love affair for a Venus Libran must have all the right trappings and ritual. The ambiance created by champagne, intimate candlelit suppers, poetry, written expressed for you beautiful gifts quite undoes your resistance you put great store by charming social manners people who don't measure up are similarly dismissed no matter what their deeper qualities may be venus and libra can be cold and aloof toward anyone who presumes this position of venus is superb for an artistic talent or a flair for design and decoration you are successful working in creative projects within a partnership or marriage sometimes you combine both venus libra's adore creature comforts and luxury and tend to be extravagant with money. I wanted to read this because we also have South Node Libra here in the mix. And so this is going to be interesting where we have Venus, the dispositor for South Node Libra, at at home too. So Venus is definitely gaining strength back, especially since she was retrograde in Leo. Then she went from retrograde in Leo to being at fall in Virgo, so Venus wasn't the happiest in Virgo. She was definitely getting a little nitpicky and just she was trying to learn how to deal with life as not being a perfectionist, Venus Virgo. And so with Venus in Libra now, there's definitely some more perfectionist qualities here, but this is about learning that perfectionism does not exist. And this is also just about learning to express yourself in a more free manner. But 
with it being here in Libra with South Node Libra, this only happens like every 19 years when we have like Venus and the South Node in their same sign. So this is interesting. So to me, this is also really helping us just continue releasing the South Node Libra traits, especially when it comes to Libra Venus, because I was born with Venus and Libra and some shadow traits that I've noticed with Venus Libra and I have quite a few friends I've had clients with Venus Libra and so to me like some of the shadow traits that we can all work on transmuting especially since we have south node Libra here it's like being a people pleaser being indecisive like not being able to make up your mind and then just kind of losing yourself in relationships too and jumping from one relationship to another relationship not fully being comfortable with your own sense of self like those were things that I've had to learn over the years and it's definitely like to me those are some of the shadow traits with Venus and Libra and so to me with us having Venus and Libra this is also giving us some more air energy in the mix so we can definitely start to intellectualize and start to think about like all of our emotions and everything again and just get a little further clarity there and can might start to it might feel like easier to start talking about them and expressing them too because with that lack of air energy we had the like for these first couple weeks in Scorpio season it was just more internalized emotional healing and now with Libra Venus, this can definitely help us kind of externalize that emotional healing. Because also with Venus Libra, like this is one where we definitely want to focus like more like on our earthly world and just like can definitely like get more lost like in the arts and on those little pleasures too. So this is definitely about finding what lights you up too and just continuing to nurture that side as well because I have this chart pulled up and it's interesting to me because we'll have the moon in Virgo at 18 degrees so the moon in Virgo will be getting ready to oppose Neptune and Pisces as well so we'll actually be seeing that by the end of the day and that's interesting because we actually just saw Venus oppose Neptune as well and so to me this is also helping us just continue to get clarity when it comes to relationships because maybe there are certain relationships that you need to release right now this is the time to be like courageous and honest with yourself and it may not be easy walking away from a relationship it never is especially like if you have like a lot of history with that person but this is a time to walk away like the astrology is supporting you so if there are certain relationships that you know are no longer serving you whether it is an abusive relationship or not the astrology god the stars they are supporting you right now when it comes to cutting ties um, like emotionally and relationship wise so this is the time to do that and i know it's not the easiest but this is the time definitely to be that to be courageous especially with mars and scorpio we're in scorpio season this is the time to do that especially with south node labor this is the time to release the relationships no longer serving you and then after a couple days of us getting venus and libra then we'll have mercury enter sagittarius and actually on november 9th we'll actually have the moon in libra so then on november 9th we'll actually be seeing the moon and venus conjunct in libra together and i like that that's happening in libra so that's really nice energy giving us a little boost of positive energy there but then november 10th is when we have mercury entering sagittarius 
And so that's given us a little more fire energy too there with Mercury and Sagittarius. So we won't be so in our feelings because I feel like too, like with Mercury in a water sign and maybe it's just me being an earth sign. But to me, like Mercury in a water sign definitely makes me more emotional. So with Mercury and Sagittarius, we can definitely feel a little lighter energy there too. And I actually want to read about Mercury and Sagittarius. It says, and I'm reading this from the same book, the only astrology book you'll ever need, Mercury and Sagittarius. If you have this position of Mercury, you are quick and bright and breezy to the point. You prize freedom of expression and cannot bear the thought of any power of censorship over what you have to say. Your mind is restless, inquiring, always looking for stimulation. You may jump from project to project or change jobs frequently. Travel is often involved in your work. Mercury Sagittarians never stop learning. Yours is an ongoing lifetime education. You love to read, explore new ideas, learn about other people. You are fast on your feet and can grasp ideas instantly, but a frequent failing is your lack of concentration. Some people find you too blunt and outspoken, but that quality springs from Sagittarius basics honesty. You never deliberately set out to deceive or dissemble. If you are tactless, it's because you don't think before you speak. Sometimes you find it difficult to complete a long, sustained piece of work. So, I found like that beginning interesting where it says you prize freedom of expression and cannot bear the thought of any power of censorship over what you have to say. I'm really interested to see what happens in the eclectic when we get Mercury and Sagittarius because we definitely have had a lot of censorship and lack of freedom of expression in the collective right now. So I'm wondering if when we get Mercury and Sagittarius that maybe this kind of loosens the reins for that censorship and maybe more people start to learn the value of being able to express your own ideas because that's the beauty of being able to express your own ideas your own opinions is you can learn from someone else you don't have to have the same opinion as someone else because i'm sure there's stuff i say that maybe you don't agree with but that's the beauty of humanity that's the beauty of astrology is it shows us that we are all uniquely different right now so with Mercury and Sagittarius, that's definitely all going to be give us a, a more like a crave for more information and just kind of like a freedom flow for information too, just to kind of explore whatever our hearts desires because we're all uniquely different. So what maybe what I find interesting, maybe you don't find interesting and vice versa, but that's the beauty of it. So I do like that we have Mercury entering Sagittarius this week as well. Then by like the end of this week, so after we have Mercury and Sagittarius, that's Friday, and then we're also going to start seeing Mars and Scorpio oppose Uranus Taurus. We're going to start feeling that build up like Friday because it's more exact on like Saturday, Sunday, and even into Monday when we have that new moon because next week's episode that I record is going to be all about the Scorpio new moon and how to really utilize that energy so that's what I'm going to be focusing on next week and I am going to leave it at that for this episode I do want to pull a couple cards just to see what comes through for the energy of November but I'm not going to go through any like further for November because I'm going to leave that for further episodes where I can really like spend the time to go like deep into them because to me there's just still a lot going on for this month and I know I've said that a lot but to me personally, I feel that it's just challenging us all to just go deeper on our own healing journey, whatever that might look like for you. And I'm always available for sessions for those spiritual soul alchemy, up-level your soul sessions. 
and I'm always a message away on Instagram, Annie's Astro Diary. I'm not the best to reply, and it might take me a couple days, but I will get back to you, and now I'm going to pull a couple cards just to see what comes through for November. So I'm pulling from the Disney Villains Tarot deck, and we got the Hierophant. And it says, structure, law and order, and community are the main themes of the Hierophant Tarot card. Dawn Bellwether both represents and exploits those themes as an ambitious sheep who moves up Zootopia's government hierarchy to promote her own agenda. The Hierophant advises you that now isn't the time for radical ideas and rebellion. Instead, place your trust in tried-and-true methods and time-honored traditions. While there's a time and place for individualism, nonconformity, and rebellion, the Hierophant tarot card is a sign that respecting convention will get you further than going your own way. So I do like that we got this card, especially like with Saturn, like just coming direct too. It was kind of giving me some Saturn vibes because Saturn kind of deals with structure and tradition as well. So this is also a time for us to evaluate that in our own lives and where do we need to bring back the structure where we've been too structured. Maybe we've been out of balance in some of those areas too. Now I am pulling from the deep, dark, and dangerous Oracle deck and we got Goon Cadet. And it's blessings. And it says, look deeper. Something that may seem like a curse is actually a blessing. Truth finds a way to be told. You are loved and protected. And it always gives a duality aspect. So reality, fantasy, truth, fiction. That's to me, it's definitely like Virgo Pisces also. And it's I like that we got this card because especially since we just all went through October. And like that was definitely brought a lot of hard stuff up. And so this is like, okay, where have we been too hard on ourselves? Where have we been overlooking the blessings right now? This is the time to take a step back and just look at all the blessings, like do a gratitude list and just like thank God universe for everything that you have right now. And like take a look at all the like that you've accomplished too because I'm sure there's a lot that you've accomplished that you've overlooked as well. So I like that we got this card and there's always like, Maybe there's something like it's a curse or like it's a curse, but it's actually a blessing. So just like looks for things like that too. But I'm going to leave it at that for this episode. I hope this episode helps. Next week will be all on the Scorpio new moon eclipse. You can always reach out to me on Instagram, Addie's Astro Diary. But until the next episode, hope everyone has a great day, a great week, and we will talk again soon.